Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is the Born Elite Podcast. This is Brett Kelly, and I am really excited about this episode's guest. But before we get into all of that, if this is your first time tuning into the show, thanks for hopping in here and checking out some of the, the content. And I anticipate this episode will bring you some really great value no matter who you are no matter what you do on a day-to-day basis for your work world this is also roll into your personal life too and how to how to really focus and stay within your lane just wrapped up on this episode this was absolutely i mean this was a blast you know i i i think i say that very frequently however when you hear the conversation that that was had on this episode. You can just tell how much fun we were actually having. It was it was an incredible, incredible conversation. And I mean, I, I just get along with this guy so well. It made it very, very easy to to hold the conversation together with with this guest. If this is your first time listening to the show, go ahead and hit that subscribe button or the follow button or whatever it might be called nowadays. I feel as though they continue to change that. So Whatever the button is that keeps you in the loop with all of the episodes that are released, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and stay up to speed with all of these shows, episodes that are coming out in the future. After you listen to it, go ahead, leave a rating and review. That is always, always much appreciated as it directly ties into the growth of the show and just organic following that the podcast continues to to gain and the momentum it's awesome to see just continuing to climb up in the rankings that definitely gets me excited knowing that what this show is all about which is providing value to the listenership it's actually out there and it is benefiting a lot of folks i i get the warm and fuzzies just just even thinking about that so let's let's continue those warm and fuzzies let's keep that going so on this episode of BTL. I've got a really, really fun conversation to share with you guys. This is with a friend of mine. His name is Oliver Perry. And the wide array of topics that we cover in this conversation, you don't want to miss out on, especially when it comes into how to stay in your lane and focus on what you're really great at and continue to work in that lane, that direction, and continue with that momentum. A lot of times what what I end up seeing, not only with others, but also with myself, is we recognize these particular areas within our lives that we we feel as though we can improve and we should get better and we could get better or we need to get better in whatever low area of life this might be, whether that's in you know fitness or maybe you're a slow reader or you name it, whatever it might be. Whereas the concepts and what we talk about together, uh, Oliver and I in this episode, really talks about recognizing what those strengths are and how to create really, really incredible alignment within your strengths and also how to continue to pour more into those strengths to make you not just good in one area, but take you from good into being great at that particular thing at hand, whatever that might be. And then what do you do with those remaining things? So Oliver Perry 
is on this episode hit the subscribe button or the follow button again i don't know how to keep up with what it's called i think it's called something different on every episode but that's not the point the point is stay up to speed with the show head on over to btlpod.com for some more information about the show and also staying in the loop on some of the new things that are going to be released through that platform and without further ado enjoy this episode with oliver perry hey what's going on everybody welcome to the show this is brett kelly it's a host with btl today i've got the man the legend himself mm. got oh what do you mean mm. Man, mm. it's, it's i've got oliver <laughs> perry you're just happy because these are the things that people know you for you know what i mean and, th- and that's okay uh, lies and fabrications brett these are lies and fabrications hey man it's the things that we tell ourselves the the conversations we have with ourselves go a very long way, man. Oliver Perry, welcome sure. to the show. I really appreciate you being here, man. Thanks, Brett, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear, be here. I apologize for interrupting the intro. I could not help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. I appreciate that apology, man. I appreciate that. So, Oliver, you and I met, I don't know how long ago. It hasn't been quite too long. We're in a mastermind group together, and I know that you've, you've got a, a podcast of your own which is yep. one of the incredible things that we have in common, one of the, the many. And part of that is honestly just, you know, I, I've come to, to a realization, man, of, of hearing your show, hearing what you are all about, what you stand for, which is one of the awesome reasons as to why I wanted to get you to come on here with me, man, because the things that you do, whether you recognize them or others recognize them, not necessarily as important as the fact that you are an incredible leader and an influencer to so many other people in a very positive way. So I wanted to bring you on here to help shine the light on that. And you also be able to help the listenership, all the listeners that we've got and their journey as you're also on your own journey, man. The fact, man, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I do everything I can to be as helpful to others as possible. And it's a little weird because you start going down the path and then you realize there are people listening. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't right. know who those people are. <laughs> and they'll walk up to you randomly. Hey, I listened to your show or I listened to what you did here. And you're like, I did that? Oh, that's right. I did. <laughs> and it, like, it's it's a whole thing. But man, it's, it's really awesome to be able to have that effect or just to be in people's ear for people to hear my voice and to help hopefully along their way on whatever journey they're on. So I appreciate it, man. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, man. So just before we, we start really going, going on the dive, why don't you just give a little background history, maybe just a couple minutes or a couple hours, whatever you prefer on, uh, you know, who you are, where you've come from, and then we'll go into who you're becoming. That sounds good. My name is, Oliver Perry, full name is James Oliver Perry. You'll always see me go by Oliver Perry. I never tell anybody my first name is James. So if you're listening to this, don't tell anybody. (laughs) Now, um, I am a real estate investor. I'm a podcaster. 
I'm a YouTuber as well. Uh, my destiny in this entire thing, I'm, as I'm starting to figure it out now, is to one, to invest in multifamily real estate. I want to get to 625 doors within the next four years before I retire out the U.S. military. Additionally, along that journey, I want to help other real estate professionals with their audiovisual setup so that they can have that wow effect that they want to get when they get on with clients, clients and colleagues and other people who they want to influence and be influenced by. So that is where I'm at right now. I'm a father of two girls, uh, of course, married with my two girls. I'm actually stationed out here in Baltimore, Maryland at the moment. God only knows where I'll be here next. I'll be going to Kosovo here sometime next year, which is the next deployment and the next move. Uh, and I'm really, really excited just to be alive. Um, soccer player, you know, major dad, like I said, uh, serial Amazon shopper for electronics. That's me. That's, that's who I am. And that's, that's what we're here for. So let's get into it, brother. Let's do it. Man, do you know anybody that is not a serial Amazon buy it now? -er? No, at this point, no, because like I everybody's don't either. Amazon Prime. <laughs> like, there's nobody who just if you see anybody and you meet them, they say, "Oh, you know, I just have a regular Amazon account." You look at them funny, like, "What? Well, you got a what now?" Yeah, come on, buddy, you can't. Yeah, do, <laughs> they, like still they, don't make, have a bank do they still make those? They offer that? I don't know. Dude, those are the same people that are hiding their money in in the mattress right now. Those are the <laughs> yeah, same people. Right right yeah for <laughs> sure same people <laughs> yeah we we always have so many especially ever since the the pandemic and everything we always have so many packages that get delivered to us mm. and i always tell my wife before you know i i come in here and you know start start recording for a show whether it's you know on my own or with somebody else like hey just you know i'm about to go record an episode and right. she's like oh that's great who's it with tell her who it is and then i always ask do you have any deliveries coming <laughs> <laughs> because i know that the you know amazon right truck, the doorbell's gonna the dogs ring. it, it yep. goes nuts and she today i told her yeah it's my friend oliver okay that sounds great packages nope none what about you it's like yeah i do uh, i got a new book that's it's coming soon i don't know if it's today though but so hopefully mm. we don't get the doorbell Listen, but, if it if it is, you got to go get the package and you got to bring it back and we got to talk about the book that you just purchased because I want to know what book that is. Oh, man. Uh, all right. If it doesn't show up, then uh -huh. we'll still talk about the book. But that's okay. <laughs> fair enough. I like that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's good. <laughs> man, thanks for, for the intro and a little little bit of the back backstory of yourself. And I, I really do have the curiosity around uh, what mm. what got you into the military. Ooh. Okay. So I was bamboozled. Let's start there. All right. So oh, good. I, I love that word. It's so <laughs> I good. was bamboozled. So in college, I wanted to be a graphic designer. I've always been a big fan of animation, creativity as it stands as a whole, and you know, design and things of that nature. So my thought process was, okay, I'm going to get out of college. I'm going to use the U.S. military as a stepping stone, get some experience in the field, and then go out. So I, I got to the other end or the other side of it where I finally got into the military and it turns out that there was no, for at least for officers, it's a little bit tougher to be a graphic designer. You have a position, what we call um, public affairs office. And in the public affairs office, that's where the designers work for who do the posters, all the stuff you see for when it was um, army of one and all that, all that stuff came from that office or works therein somewhere around there. And it turned out that as an officer, you do about 1% of that because you're in more of a management position. You have to oversee, you have to go to meetings and do all this other stuff. Whereas you'll have a soldier who, or a sailor or a Marine or whoever, if you're in a joint area, they'll work for you, 
and they're doing that part of it. And you just get to approve it and see it and, and kind of guide them along the way. And that wasn't enough for me. I wanted to be hands-on. So what happened was after that, I'd kind of looked down, I looked back up and it was 15 years later. It's just, <laughs> I just mm, kind of wow. went along with the ride and, and, you know, good things come out of it, come out of it. Absolutely. Serve the country, get to do great things, get to be effective in the country and get to be a part of a legacy that's bigger than myself and bigger than a nation almost as a whole. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's a good and bad thing, man. I just kind of, I still feel like I got duped, but it was a good dupe. I'll take the dupe on this one. So <laughs> we got duped, bamboozled. Got me, so, so, man. These are, this is good. So man, first of all, th- <laughs> first of all, man, thank you for your service and for you said, all mine, f- 15 years. Is that what you said? Yep. 15 years. It's incredible, Correct. man. That's incredible. Thanks, man. And now you're on a, a newer journey of your figuring it out journey you had said right before we we hit the the green light here so tell me more about tell me more about this figuring it out journey what does that what does that consist of when you think about that so it it consists about a few things i think one is figuring out what works for me two is really paying attention to what i want to do or let me, let me rephrase that the end goal to get where I want to get to, because everything else in between there, I think is dictated by that end goal. So I know now that I'm good on camera. I'm good at audio. I'm, I'm good on those kind of things. So like I can do YouTube and, and IG and all that stuff all the time. Love to have a good laugh, love to joke about things, but I also enjoy the hands-on part of being a real estate investor, going out and working on a property, not necessarily myself, but going out and maybe adding a few things like pulling some nails up or helping out around the building, around the property. But, you know, the fresh smell of the, of the wood being cut, um, the sounds of the hammers hitting the walls and, you know, guys putting up the, uh, the drywall and veneering, whatever, whatever it is, all that stuff is stuff that I enjoy for whatever reason I enjoy it. So along the way, it's just kind of figuring all that stuff out, understanding more about yourself to be able to understand more about where you want to go and what's going to take you to that whole life millionaire, as we like to call it, um, in, you know, in the go abundance and that arena, it, it's just you figuring it all out to get you to the path you want to get to. So for me, that's really what figuring it all out is, is just it's a journey of self-discovery. And by proxy, you're getting to affect the rest of the world as well. You're making an impact on all the things you do and the things that you will do for both your family and for those who are around you, your friends and things of that nature. That's great, man. What so that that stood out a lot right there to me. You said mm. understanding more about yourself. Fact. That's something that yeah. that we all experience at you yeah. know as we get older. Unfortunately, right now we're not we're not getting any younger. Yeah. Unless true. unless Benjamin Button uh, disease. Yeah. Unless somebody's figured that out, <laughs> just haven't told us yet. Right. We'll work on that maybe, but. <laughs> well, how, how do you go about doing that? How are, how are you intentionally mm-hmm. understanding more about yourself and what's important to you, where you want to go? How do you do that? So first things first, the way I see it, the first thing you need to do is you have to make the decision. Okay. I'm going to learn more about myself, good, bad, or indifferent. And when you do this, the best thing to do is not necessarily going to a shell, but to set aside time during your day for just you to sit down and either read this, read a book, which we'll talk about here in a bit, a couple seconds, 
or go through something like the disc assessment or the Gallup Strength Finder and learning about yourself there and really studying the stuff that you get out of these things. So what happens is the first thing that I did was took that Gallup Strength Finder and took the disc assessment. What this does is it, it just puts me in and I'm not advertising for them whatsoever. I'm not making any money. Brett might be making money on the side and I don't know. If, I, if so, I need a cut. Um, and nonetheless, <laughs> you, right? <laughs> How did you know? Uh, but you'll, you'll go ahead and do those, take those tests and study the information that you get from that. Because what happens is you read it and you're like, oh, that's why I'm like this. Oh, that's why mm -hmm. this bothers me. So perfect example is when it comes to the strength finder and the, uh, the disc assessment, I learned that I'm more extroverted than introverted. I am energized when I get to talk to others. So at the same time, though, at the end of it, I know I'm going to be drained three or four, you know, after three or four or five people, there's a limit to how long I can go. So I discovered that I was okay with talking to people and that's what gave me energy, but I didn't notice until I took these tests and something said to me, Hey, or that paper said, Hey, this is what comes out for you. This is how you are. This is the things you should be aware of, what you can do better, what you need to help with. I already know that I stink when it comes to some of the details, despite military training, I suck when it comes to details. So I know in my business and in real estate and in my video cast and stuff like that, I need an editor. I'm working on now figuring out how to do copy and hopefully I'll find somebody else to do it for me because I know that's not my strong suit, right? I hit record, I run my mouth, I hit stop and I send it to somebody else. That's, that's the way it should go. It's good but leverage. But to get to that good point, leverage. right? That's, I mean, that's, that's the only way to fly in my opinion. But you have to know yourself to know those weaknesses and those advantages. And that's where I got that from, at least from that testing. The next thing I did was, like I said, go to a shell. I would think about the situations that I've been in in life and how I reacted and why I reacted in that, in that, uh, in that format. Mm. Now, it's not always clear and cut, but it's always good, particularly when you have a wife or a girlfriend, to bounce that off of your significant other. Uh, or mm -hmm. sorry, for, sorry, for those who are husband or whoever your spouse is, your partner, whoever it might be bouncing that off of them and getting their feedback because it's the people around you see it and you don't see it and you're being a lot harder on yourself than normal. So right. those are like the two, the two key pieces, I think, to figuring out, you know, some more self-awareness. And then of course, reading books. Um, let's see what books I got here. Like the guy strength finder, like, um, Hmm. Oddly enough, sell it like Sirhan, like certain you just, mm, mm -hmm. and that's, that's a real estate book. Yes. But you discover more about yourself reading some of these books and other people's experiences that you can relate to your own. And it starts to link piece together. I'm reading a book right now called what makes the great, great um, by Dr. Kimbrough. And that's another one. Like it's self-awareness. You got to be aware of what's happening around you. And you don't have to read there's audible. You can listen to audiobooks. Nothing wrong with that. Right. So that's the three things. Read, take tests like Gallup Strength Finder or the disc assessment, and bounce that information off yourself and your family as well. Or those who are around you who can who can who know you can really tell you what's right and what's wrong. So after you you understand a little bit more about yourself and why yeah. you behave the way that you do. I love mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, you, you have identified probably wasn't instantaneous necessarily. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's not, but it's you, never fast. You know, you've identified even, uh, you know, in the podcasting world for yourself here, here are the things that I really do enjoy doing and that right. give me a lot of energy. 
And then mm-hmm. here are the things that I can still do, but it really drains me. It really, really yeah. drains me. And you've yeah. identified those specific things within whatever it is that you do to then delegate those. So that way you can go back to doing more of here, here again are the things that I really do enjoy doing. They give me energy. I like it. I'm good at it. Let me just stay right here in that quadrant and not try and leak down and like grab some of these other tasks that really just suck the life out of me. That's it. That's, That's great, it. man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I stay in my lane at all times. I stay in my lane. Lord knows I stay in my lane. <laughs> That's good though. It's really good because that then you can show up as yourself in various areas of life, yeah. not just in yeah. business necessarily, but as the family man that you are, you know, you can show up and have that type of energy that, that you really know your family members deserve from you right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's the point. And that's, that's the biggest, to me, that's one of the biggest points is you do this stuff. Yes, you're doing it for yourself, but the effect that it has on those around you is much greater than it does for yourself because they can, they literally visually, it's like, it's like going in the gym for three years straight. At some point, if you're only building one muscle and you're only working on your forearm, you're going to come out looking like Popeye in one arm. It's going to happen. And people around you can see it, even though you may not notice the change as quickly as they do. The same thing with your self-awareness. The moment you say, okay, I spend way too much time working. I have to spend more time with my kids. Your kids are going to notice. They're going to come to you more. Hey, dad. Hey, mom. I want to go hang out. I want to go walk. Let's do this. And it doesn't have to be major things. It's just 1% better every day. Do little things you know, go from one side of the room to the other side of the room and y'all play soccer, throw a bouncy ball for 10, 15 minutes. Your kid remembers that. So it's the same thing with, you know, your self-growth. You have to take that time to do 1% a day to get 1% better every time. Notice one thing, figure out what's wrong with it, figure out what you need to adjust to and be okay with it being a process because that's part of the journey. It's just a process. You just got to go through it. You've gotten really good at, you know, one, it's the understanding aspect of it and what right. gives you energy, what what fires you up, what are you very passionate about and mm-hmm. what are you good at doing? And you've identified, of course, over time, how to stay more in that lane right now. So right. For, for anybody who's listening, Oliver, who maybe in that mentality, maybe has the mentality or is within that mindset of, I'm really bad at this one thing. Mm-hmm. I need to get better at that. What would you what would you recommend for them or what advice would you give to them in terms of, you know, focusing on the right things, getting good at right. the right things instead of getting good at the things that are not serving them? OK, so first thing, if you're going to identify something that you're wrong, you're not good at and you have to figure out how to how to make it worked, how to make it work therein. First thing you're going to do is you're going to keep leaning on what you are good at. The difficulty in discovering what you're not good at and knowing what you are is what you're not good at, you can only develop, but so much. So again, going back to the example for me, yes, I'm a U.S. Army officer. Yes, I'm in the military, all this great stuff. But if it comes to a decimal not being on the left side or the right side of a zero, I know it's not going to go well for me. I just know, right? So what do I do? I focus on, okay, I need to get the rest of those numbers there so that somebody else can put that, move that decimal around left to right. I'm good at. Now, normally when you discover what you're good at, you're good at what you're not good at is going to be relatively apparent. So I'm very good at 
going forward and taking action with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. So I already know automatically that it's going to have to do something with me slowing down. So my wife, who is very good at the slower part of it, taking her time, looking at the details, she wants to see everything. When I get asked questions for a property manager from her, I get 17 questions from me as two. Hey, can you do it? Well, how much does it cost? Right. She wants to know, can you do it? How much does it cost? Who do you call for contracting? At what point do I get my check? At what point am I calling you? Or there's something wrong? Like these are all the things she rolls down. So normally, again, what happens is if you are if you are on one side of the stick, your weakness is only normally on the other side. So that's an easier way to tell, OK, I'm not great when it comes to taking action, but I'm really good when it comes to the analysis part of, of a deal. But I suck when it gets on the phone with people but I'm really good at setting up the systems. So you see how there's almost always a polar opposite to it. Um, I I like to think of it as, you know, for those who are married, most people normally, I normally, most people marry male or female spouse, husband, whoever it is, you end up with your exact opposite almost every time I've yet to meet a couple and they're the exact same person. It just doesn't work. So what happens is if you know you're good at this or you're bad at this, there's somebody else out there who is the opposite of you. And this doesn't necessarily have to be for those who are married necessarily, but also for those who are single and working in real estate, there's somebody out there who's also working in real estate. You don't necessarily have to date him. It could be another guy who you're a buddy with. He just happens to be really, really good at analysis. You have to be able to open your mouth and say, hey, I need help here, or I can't figure this out or tell people what you're doing. And then it'll start coming out, coming more and more to fruition. So long, short of it is look for that exact opposite of you. If you know you're great at one thing, what's the exact opposite of that one thing? And then that's when you'll probably notice, okay, I'm not good at this. Okay. I've got to figure out where to, how to cover that space up. And that's how you do it. Man, straight, straight in alignment with, uh, gosh, what's it called? Who, not how, right? Mm. Yep. You know, identifying what it is that needs to get done and just finding the right person rather than you trying to go in and, and figure out, well, how do I need to go about doing this? What does it consist of? Here are all the steps. Yeah. Just figuring out the right person. It's going to be within their strengths, right? Just allowing yeah. them to then piece it all together instead of you consuming so much of your time and energy into whatever it might consist of or take. It's exactly what you're just saying, man. I love that. That's it. That's man, it. you and I were, before we, uh, we were on, on, uh, just on the phone, I don't know mm-hmm. how long ago it was. And we were talking a little bit about, you know, some formatting and things like that, things we were going to chat about. And not that you hung up on me, but our conversation was really good. And you said, no, we got to save this. We got to save yeah. this. Yeah, we got to save this. Got to save this. Got to save this. Is, no, this is going to be fun. This is too good. We got to go. I'm going to put this phone down. Let's go. But anyways, it's okay. <laughs> you, you can forgive me later and all that, but it's fine. So what we were talking about was very similar to what you just brought up about something you're really good at, which is taking action. Yeah. And and I, I've kind of redirected a little bit in in this show, in the podcast with Born okay. to Lead into the, the, you know, I was doing a lot of these interviews with, you know, very high net worth individuals and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, authors, very well-known names, whether it's in real estate or it, it doesn't matter wherever they are, who, whomever right. they are, they're all incredible in their own way. And also, I mean, you and I listen to a lot of podcasts too. It's part of mm-hmm. just being in the podcast world. It's fact. And when 
when I hear a lot of podcasts, there are so many individuals that I really love listening to. And I learn so, so much from these folks. Yet at the same time, they, for me, Oliver, you know, they, it, it seems as though some of the, the concepts and the steps that they took to get there, it seems mm-hmm. like, man, they, they had to jump to jump off of this bridge and then they had to swing from <laughs> from ropes and through hoops to get all the way up this mountain and now there's right. like six more mountains between yep. where they're at and where mm-hmm. that first mountain was and i see six between that mountain and where i'm at and it just became very daunting in the sense of that taking action piece mm-hmm. and i've also understood you know if i'm feeling one way there's a really strong chance that there's several other folks that are feeling the exact same way. way. Right. So, so you being a master when it comes to taking action, I mean, how do, how does that resonate with you when you hear some of these folks and hear their voice in comparison to, you know, what I I'm just describing with my experience. I'm curious. Uh, So I, I spend my time working on not spending my time worrying about anybody else. And I say that in the, in the nicest way and kindest way possible. Here's what happens. The society we live in right now is a, a fast and comparative society. We've got IG, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest. God knows what else is coming. Facebook is another one. Whatever the stuff is out there, we're constantly comparing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Shoot, if, if people go on dating apps and they're scrolling through Tinder, Tinder is a basically a competitive platform it's comparing this person to this person scrolling left scrolling right it's it's the entirety of our society it's ingrained right now so i do my best not to look at anybody else because i i very quickly realized that a part of me being a being a a nerd if you will when it comes to tech and all this other stuff i look at friends of mine like oh man he's got this brand new camera that's got to be amazing not realizing that I've got a camera of my own. No, it's not necessarily the Canon 6600 or sorry, uh, Sony 6600 or the the Canon uh, Mark II, uh, M6 Mark II, whatever it might be, whatever the names are, the most expensive cameras. I've got an iPhone. Just turn on the phone, turn the camera and go. So the minute I stopped worrying about what everybody else was doing, it was a minute I started to figure out, oh, that's, I'm actually pretty good on camera. So then I knew, okay, yeah, I can save a couple bucks and go get a Canon M50 like I have now, or go get a Canon Z, uh, Z, ZV-E10 like I'm going to get, because I know, okay, that's my strength. That's where I lie. But the biggest piece of it was spending my time not comparing myself to anybody else, because everybody's journey is totally different. We may come from two different locations, like we may, we're, we're both Carolina boys, right? We're both, mm-hmm. for the most part, grew up in Carolina, born in Carolina, spent a lot of time in Carolina. Yep. That doesn't mean we are walking on the exact same street every day of our life, right? And even then, there's still times where we're going to do different. Even if we walk on the same street, even if we had been best friends since we were born, there's still things that are going to come out different from us, not necessarily because of skin color, not necessarily because of age or height, just because that's just how life works. Like I might go to Chuck E. Cheese and fall off the slide. You might go to Chuck E. Cheese and hit the jackpot. Next thing you know, you're a professional gambler and I'm some kind of weird daredevil throwing myself off of random buildings for no reason. It's just how it works. So don't compare yourself to anybody else's journey. Only worry about yours. And as long as you're concerned about yours and figuring out how to do the one thing better 
and that one thing being better is helping those who are listening or watching to bring them value, the other, the rest of the stuff is going to fall in line. It's just a matter of time. What do you do when it comes to taking action that sets you apart from some others that may have some of the analysis paralysis? Mm, ready, fire, aim. That's my philosophy. Tell me more. <laughs> ready, about that. fire, aim. So ready, fire, aim. Normally in the military, you'll go to a range and you go ready, aim, fire. That's what they'll tell mm -hmm. you. Right. My policy is ready, fire, aim. I come up with an idea, I fire, and then I figure out if I'm hitting the right target after that. Now, this is not a foolproof plan. Let me tell you, it is, <laughs> it is definitely, uh, definitely not the greatest way to do things. But again, it's what works for me. It's what I've been doing. And because of that, I'm at the point now where I have a podcast and I have a YouTube and I'm figuring out this new product for real estate agents and investors to help them with their audio visual stuff. So these are all things that I do and I just go. I don't even look like I'll do normally I'll do like a small plan. So I'll write something down. Hey, I want to start. This is where I want to get to. I want to be able to, for example, 625 doors. I want to get 625 doors. I know I need to do multifamily. That's it. That's all I need. That's right. <laughs> right there is where I go. So I know I need to do multifamily. So I just start running towards the multifamily thing. Now, do I slap into a couple walls? Absolutely. And they hurt, but I get up and I just keep going. So for me, to me, that's the, that's the key. If you, you want to be a ready, fire, aim type of person, you actually just have to do it. And you can start with things that are small because it's not, it's not something that's always ingrained, but I believe it is something just like everything that you can work on that muscle. But start with small things. Hey, I want to go to the store. All right, cool. You want to go to the store? How do you got to get there? Okay, I got to get into the truck. I got to start the truck. I got to make sure I got gas. I got to make sure I have my wallet. I got to go from this road to this road, to this light, to this road, to this location. Boom. Now I'm there. Okay, cool. Now I'm there. Now what? Right. Cause there's always a second. It's always the, the secondary, the tertiary effect is that you hit that. And then you're like, okay, cool. Now what? Like when I get 625 doors, I don't quite yet know what I'm going to do, but I can tell you right now, by the time I get there, I'll know exactly what the next step is going to mm -hmm. be. If there is a step, if I just say, okay, you know, what? I'm going to focus more on, sharing the journey and helping other people get to where I'm at now, right. then I'll just do that. But that's how ready fire aim works to me. You just decide on something and you take the shot and you go, just be okay with the failure. Uh, and sorry, not even failure with the lesson that you're going to gain from that. Be it good, be it bad. There will be a lesson on the other end. It's just a matter of, are you accepting of that lesson? That's so good, man. I, w I was listening to something the other day and I can't remember mm -hmm. the name of who, said it however it was rather than you know the saying of all or nothing you know like you're right. either 100 or it's zero no in between sorry that's it right what what just <laughs> you know what what just stood out to me as you were you were talking and just kind of jumped out from the side was you know the difference between all or nothing versus mm -hmm. all or something you know, at least doing, yeah, like yeah. you said earlier, man, and, I, and I've said it before too, you know, just 1% better every single day. Just 1%. Every day, bro. Just every, every single day, day. Uh, you know, throughout your day, whatever it is, if you're doing, you know, some repetitive tasks, whatever that may be, just 1% better every single day. Don't just be okay and allow just the 0%. That's the nothing, right? But just do something. You know, even if it means that you right. wake up and maybe you're, you know, you're trying to go to the gym, just drive to the parking lot, just drive to the parking lot and just, 
if all you do is just drive to the parking lot you sit there then you go back home you're about there you know it's it's a lot more than nothing one percent better it's one percent one hundred percent because that's half the battle is getting up out of the bed and getting out of the house to go to the gym that's That's half the battle right there. yeah that's it that's exactly it, man. That's or, it. you know, I'm, I'm doing P90 again now, so you don't even have to really go to the nice. gym sometimes. Nice. You don't even have to go to the gym. <laughs> if that's your struggle, no, struggle is going to the gym, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I struggle with them. I don't know what it is, but I struggle with them. Like, Because I'll get down there, and I think it's because, you know, for me, going to the gym is, is a moment to be at peace, if you will. Like, you got kids running around. My daughters will come. I've got actually got fight camp. So I do like the box, right? So I go, I'll start punching and I'll, I'll hear my, my kids coming down and I love her heart. She'll support daddy and she's cheering daddy on. And I'm like, I love you. Shut up. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to pop this bag with nothing. And my, uh, my little girl should, and she'll be hyped. Like I'm talking excited. Come on, dad, beat him up. I'm like, hey, he's not even moving. What are you talking about? Just relax, later. relax. So <laughs> I think that's, I mean, just for me, I, I just, you know, I know we're a bit off topic on that, but I, I just struggle with the in-home workouts. I just do. I don't know what it is. Hey man, if you're feeling one way, Oliver, there's a really good chance someone else is feeling the same way too. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's so, a hey, fact. So it's okay. It is okay, man. Let's let's transition. Talk a little bit about multifamily. I know you're really passionate about yes. it. I'm a real estate guy Absolutely. myself. So 625 doors, man. This is this is quite the endeavor that you've got here. It gets me really excited. That's for sure. So I'm mm. sure if it's getting me excited, you're the one living that right now. So it's got to be something really good. So why 625? So. All right. So my thought process, 625 doors, if I did 200 average for each door that put me at $1.5 million over that time frame for what I would get paid. So my thought process was, Hey, I want to get $600, sorry, 200 and average, um, every year at minimum. So that put me at $1.5 million a year. So if I can not, if, when I pull off such a feat, what happens is that now gives me the ability to do other things that I like to do. So I can either affect more lives that way. And now I'm bringing other people along on rides. So now I don't have to go and syndicate. I call a buddy and say, hey, I've got a 20 unit for, let's say, 700, 800K. Let's go get it. I could buy it outright on my own just based off of that, right? I could buy that on my own. And I bring him in. We're going to do a JV. Or I bring my partner, Jamisi, along. We're going to do a JV. Now I'm affecting, I'm making another set of millionaires, right? So now I've hit my number. Now I'm building another. And by proxy, I'm affecting their families. I'm affecting their kids. I'm affecting their mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers because now they all see, okay, it's actually possible because there's a lot of us that grow up in areas where you think it's not possible or even you grow up in an area where it's already done and you're sitting in the shadow of your father, your mother, who's a billionaire and doing all these great things. Like imagine being Jeff Bezos' kid. Like, yeah, it's, it's not hard. But man, that amount of pressure, they're looking at you like, oh, you got to be the next Jeff Bezos. And you're like, man, I don't even know how to get up these steps without falling yet. I'm only like two or three. Right. So this this pressure sits on you all the way from your kid to when you're growing up. And despite how others might think, oh, you know, they're a rich kid. They're this, they're that. The third pressure is a real thing. And we're seeing that a lot in our society with the entire mental health thing, the mental health thing taking off. It's true. Is, you know, that, and that's where that. 625 doors came from long story short is I want to be able to affect other people 
with the money that I make from these apartment complexes and, and from doing all this work and then be able to affect other people in a positive manner as well. So that's, that's what the 625 is about. I like that, man. So, so 1.5 million, so 200 a door, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Good. it'd be 200 average, 200 a door average. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotcha. That's awesome, man. So I, I'm curious to know mm-hmm. what's stopping you from helping other people in a similar manner right now. But, but seriously, you know, just thinking about that, I, I do that to myself mm-hmm. constantly as well, instead of, right. you know, instead of thinking like in now, now mode, you know, now right. mode of Brett, I'm thinking like, oh, well, when this happens, when this thing what happens, then I'll really be able to actually do this other awesome stuff that I really want right. to do. Instead of thinking, right. like, well, what would have to happen right now? In this moment, now, what would have to happen right, right now for me to do 1% better than where I'm at right now? Mm. What, would it, what would it be? No, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not hard to answer, to be true. 1% better. I think for me, 1% better right now is really doing what I'm doing. The podcast and the, the YouTube and really leaning into the branding part of it, figuring out who mm. I can help and really leaning into those things. So that's, you know, like you said, you're, you're tooling, retooling some things now because you're realizing, okay, I can, I can be more niche down. There's somebody out there who need Brett Kelly's help and he or she needs it yesterday. The question is, like you said, how do I, how do I affect them? And the best way to do that is to do exactly what you're doing is put your stuff out there, put your stuff out there and just share your journey, sell your, your wins, share your lessons, share your absolute crushing defeats, if you will, whatever it is, like those moments you're hurt, those are the most impactful moments somebody can find. If you really look like IG and YouTube, the stuff that hits the hardest is the stuff that makes somebody else feel something because they've mm-hmm. been in that same shoe. So I'd say that's it. Like that's the way right now, at least for you and probably for me, I think is to do exactly what I'm doing right now and share the journey and to really try and try and make an impact in that form or fashion. I love that, man. Hey, we're, we're sharing the journey right now, man. This is great. This is great. Oliver. How, how can the listeners find out more of who Oliver Perry is, see more of Mm -hmm. you and for you guys who, who may not be able to see this incredible visual background display that Oliver's got, (laughs) um, I'm doing the best that I can to focus on you as we're Mm -hmm. on the zoom call right now, but I'm seeing all these cool colors popping up behind you and everything. It's very interesting. It's, it, it looks, it looks fantastic, man. Awesome, bro. I'm glad you like it. It's definitely something we're working on being able to share with some other people. I'm working on a product right now as we speak. And once I get it done, I'll let you know and we'll get back on. We get to talk in depth about it. But if you want to find more about me, please check out at the Oliver Perry on IG. You can also check me out on YouTube at the Oliver Perry show or yeah, it's at the Oliver Perry show. Just type in the Oliver Perry show and I'll pop up. You can also find me on Facebook at the Oliver Perry again is just about all platforms. This is the Oliver Perry in some form or fashion. Man, um, you secured so, it. You secured it pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was determined to have like I wanted to have the name across all platforms. So like I've got, <laughs> I think I've got one on TikTok, and that was the one that I fell short on. Like I could not get it on TikTok. Somebody got it for me. But okay. you know, nonetheless, it's still a good time. It's still where I'm at. And if you'd like to see this beautiful face, please go check me out there. Or if you'd like to know more about me, please feel free to shoot me an email, info at the Oliver Perry Show. 
I will gladly and very quickly get back to you after my team shot me what I need to know um, so I can be effective. I love it, man. I love it. Well, of course, Oliver, this of course. was great. Really, really great. A lot of good nuggets in here. A lot of, a lot of great lessons and great conversation with you, man. Really appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, bro. I enjoyed it, man. Thanks for having me on, bro. I hey. really, really thank you, man. Oh, for sure. No, this was a blast. Everybody, thanks for staying with us on this one. Check out the show notes for some more information, how to find out more about Oliver Perry himself and where you can also check some of his, uh, his YouTube content. I'll put all the, the mm-hmm. links and all the the tags and everything in the show notes for you guys. So check that stuff out and we will see you on the next episode. Oliver, thank you, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure, brother. You too. Thanks, man.